I'm Rebecca Milliken, and this is Crime and Stuff. We hope to be informative and possibly entertaining about crime and stuff. Each week, we'll bring up a topic, maybe something you've seen flip by you on TV or Facebook, and fill in some details. It'll mostly be about crime, but other stuff, too. Mm -hmm. um, and we're not investigating, we're not solving crimes. Although, we may accidentally yeah, solve we're some. Pretty, we're pretty Right. I know, and we may be just sitting here talking about wanting to solve it, and yeah. if we do, we call the cops and tell them, and they'd right. say, thanks, girls. Yeah. But the um, but then the criminals would say, ah, oh. <laughs> those pesky women. If it weren't for those girls and their podcast, we would have we would have gotten away I with don't it. Think they'd say girls, but. No, well, that was just for effect. <laughs> but uh, we aren't really fancy, as you can tell. I like to think that this is the kind of podcast that if you were listener at home doing a podcast you'd be doing if you didn't have you know a job or a life or, yeah, yeah. or other things to do and you know that could actually be our maybe that can be our catchphrase yeah. so we don't have anything better to do right so, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're That's doing this catchphrase. and if anybody out there can think of a better catchphrase <laughs> you can feel free to send it to us but i'm a i'm a former journalist and i'm a mystery novelist and i am a mother i'm an artist and I'm a kitchen designer, and, and I like true crime because I'm I'm a sicko. You are you're obsessed. With I'm obsessed. True crime. I don't know if obsessed. That's an yeah. obvious word. Well, I it is, and you know it's all relative. But I I can't. I am very intrigued by true crime, which many people are. I find more women than men. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think women understand it. For some reason, women are. Right. Are very um and and we'll be talking it. right and we'll be talking about things maybe national things in the news and sometimes things in Maine because we're both in Maine we're in Maine in fact we're re recording at Think Tank co-working in Yarmouth Maine on the beautiful banks of the Royal River Yarmouth is a very cute town so we don't live there I can't we don't live here there. but we we are recording it's very pretty town. we have our recording studio here at Think yes. Tank co-working. And you can also find us virtually on our website, crimeandstuff.com. That's crimeandstuff.com. A-N-D. A-N-D. On Facebook at Crime and Stuff. A-N-D. Yes, thank you. At, on Twitter at Crime and Stuff. And you can email us at crimeandstuff at gmail.com. None of those have ampersands. Even though our logo does. Yes. We just, just like to be. Yeah. And we're, mix it up a little. And so uh, check us out. Let us know what you think. And so I guess we can get started. Yes. Actually, what before I was going to say, besides the emailing, we have the Ask a Lawyer segment. So if people have a question they want to ask, right. okay, were you going to bring that up later? Yeah, okay, I was. That's, thanks. Spoiler alert. Oh, that was I'm, sorry, be a surprise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not, now you know you have, that's kind okay. of a teaser. Now you know you So this week I'm going to do something to look forward to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this week I'm going to do the featured crime, I guess. It is a crime, I guess, this week. Well, um, somebody died and somebody was charged with it. Yes, that's true. Okay. And then we'll discuss it after because I have my own feelings on the matter. So I'm going to talk about the Yoga Twins uh, murder case today. Did you say Yoga Twins? Yes, the yoga. Like, as in yoga, the, you know, right. whatever, bending your body or whatever. I know it's got some religious connotations too. I don't really know we'll anything. Stay away I don't from like to exercise. As no. you, if you ever saw me, you'd know. I'm, I'm I know really it's I'm more really... than exercise, everybody, so don't like email us stuff that yoga is, you know. You I don't like know that you're imagining people are actually going to be emailing us. Go okay, ahead. Okay, I'm going to start. Yeah. 
On May 29, 2016, twins Alexandria, Alexandria and Anastasia Duval, also known as Allison and Anne Dadow, respectively, or Dadow, I guess it is, were in a car that plunged 200 feet off a cliff in Maui. Alexandria was driving, and she had some pretty bad injuries but survived. Anastasia was not so lucky. She died. Once Alexandra got out of the hospital, two or three days later, she was quickly arrested on a charge of second-degree murder, but was released after two days when a judge said there was insufficient evidence to try her for the crime. On November 11th of 2016, she was arrested a second time on the same charge. A grand jury, a jury had indicted her in late October. She was arrested in Albany, New York, where she had gone, and I'll get back into that later. I just wanted to give an overview of what was going on. The car crash and her arrest made national headlines. When a victim is an attractive blonde, it's news. When the murderer is an attractive blonde, it's newsworthy. <laughs> yeah. When they both are, it's gold. You would Whoa. say that, wouldn't you, Mo? I would. Um, identical twin yoga instructors. What more could you want? Yeah, really, come on. And I'm not saying I'm not saying it should be newsworthy. I'm just saying that's the way our, it, it works. It is. If you have an attractive victim and or murderer. I mean, come on. People are like, wow, look at those hot blondes killing each other. Especially when they're twins. There's something about twins. twins. Now, you're you're a twin. Obviously not. Obviously not identical. Thank God. Because Billy. Sorry, Billy. But come on. Because you can't be identical and be. Male and female. Right. But But in cartoons, they are sometimes. But anyway, I'll let you get. Okay. The yoga twins were no strangers to controversy. So I, I did some research on on the internet. So I kind of got got a got a little bio of them from all the different things I called. So they were born on August twenty third, nineteen seventy eight in New Hartford, New York, which is near Utica, uh upstate kind of west central central New York. Their father was a prison doctor. When they were five, their mother Maureen, Maureen, ooh, oh, no relation, died suddenly of a heart, I read heart aneurysm, I didn't know there was such a thing, but I'm no doctor, so whatever, evidently the twins found her dead on the kitchen floor, uh, a neighbor, one of the stories I read, it was a neighbor whose daughter was friends with them, and the neighbor was friends with their mother, now, so that they found their mother, and they were never the same, how old would they have they been, they were five, they were five, didn't I say that, you may have, <laughs> I was distracted by the whole Maureen. Yes, they thing. they were five years old, and and reportedly they found their mother on the floor dead, and it changed them forever. Reportedly, well, that's what they're. I said it reportedly yes. changed them forever. Oh yes, it, well they are pretty effed up, fucked up. Okay, sorry, it's it's a podcast. I can say that word, and my daughter's not here. So anyway, there was another child in the family, a sister named Amy, who was three years older, and I've got some stuff on her later. Their I like the foreshadowing. Yes, thank you. Their father reportedly, I shouldn't keep saying reportedly, but obviously all of this is reportedly. Why don't we just Their do, father spoiled, okay. Why don't we just assume it's yes, already. You can assume everything, just put the word reportedly before everything I say in your head. Their father spoiled the three girls because he felt guilty about being an only parent. He worked long hours, although I did not see who took care of them. There was no information that there were a couple sources that said he worked all the time, but it didn't say who took care of them while he was at work. They went to Notre Dame High. He probably remarried. You know, guys always do that. They do. Another, well, yeah. was there any information that said he remarried? At some point, I think he remarried, uh, and right. then he moved to Florida, but that's later on. They went to Notre Dame High School. They were both in the junior ROTC, and they kept to themselves, air, air quotes. quotes. Yes. 
Because yeah, who the hell knows? And they supposedly like to create an air of mystery, which also, you know, two blonde girls, twins, you know, people are probably going to say shit about I would them. like to know details on the air of One report I read said they made no secret of the fact they like to shower together, which I think is some bullshit that someone made up, either made up or maybe one of them said, oh, yeah, we like to take... Because someone probably said, do you like to take showers together? And they were probably like, yeah, sure, we do. Right. That's one of those those Seems things that, that is so vague and amorphous. You would need more. You would need it's to tell me stupid. more about that for me to think that it was actually true. All their lives, they were very close, as many identical twins are. But they also fought uh, physically and violently. Wow. Alexandra Allison is most described as, out, most often described, I've read in several from people of all different areas of their lives, that she was outgoing and had a big personality. And she, what? Now, no, uh, now remind me, is she the one who was driving? Yes. Okay. Yes, Alexandra was driving. Okay. Um, Anastasia, Anne, was sweet, kind, and level-headed. And she's the one who died. Yeah. Okay. Although, that she was the one pulling the hair of, uh, so we'll get Reportedly. back to that later. Allegedly. <laughs> they graduated in 1996 and moved to St. Petersburg in 1998 to join their father, who had moved there. And I think he had remarried and moved there. He may have retired um, from the prison or something. They didn't say much about their college years. I couldn't, but, you know, they, were, they attended in the Tampa area. Do, do you um, think they went to college together? That, I, I, said, uh, I did not find that out. I don't know. Okay. I'm assuming they did because they sound like they did everything together. Yeah, that just seems a little weird. They were described as brilliant a couple times, but mm. I, that's a subjective thing. Who the hell knows? Right. It, it, I don't know. It's just those twin, those twin pairings who do everything together that's just seems weird to me. I, I, I know they do. It just seems and weird. And they did uh, either early 2000s, I believe, they went to India several times to study yoga. Ah. In 2008, they opened their first yoga studio in Palm Beach called Twin Power Yoga. Ah, I see it, what they did there. The the... Tw oh, Twin Power Yoga Studio. It was very successful in the place to do yoga. All the Reportedly. Richie ladies went there. I thought we are, were going to assume. Yeah, I, I, I was saying that. It was so successful in 2010. They decided to open a second one in West Palm Beach, where I think richer people live in. I don't know. I know. Anyone that Florida. knows about Palm Beach can tell us, but I think that richer people live there. Right. All the success and relative fame, well, local fame, went to their heads. Mm -mm -mm. They drove matching white Porsches. Ah. Uh, um, one of them had vanity What a vanity plate. plate. I'm sure they both have vanity plates. What? They do with yoga and being a twin, but I don't know. Yoga what. twin? Maybe it was something like that. It was like Y G A T W. Oh, one of those ones where when yeah. you're driving behind them, you're trying to figure yeah. out what it's supposed to be. Yes, and you're like, Ooh. then you rear end up, and then you wouldn't even know what that meant unless you knew that she was a yoga, and you'd be right. like, what does right. that mean? I, I hate that. I hate that like that. Um, so they had several run-ins with the law, driving while intoxicated, disorderly conduct. They're always getting in. They were getting in trouble quite often. So they were bad girls. They were. Everyone said they were nice while they were sober. Like there mm. were there are many instances all through their life where people are quoted say when they're sober they were fine, but when they drank they were like Jekyll and Hyde. And apparently they liked to drink. And every time they fought they were pulling each other's hair all the time. You'd think that they wouldn't have the long hair. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I've never pulled my sister's hair except for maybe no. when I was two. I don't think I any don't of us. I don't remember pulling anyone's hair. I, I, I don't, don't 
I don't, in fact, I don't think any of us got into physical fights where we physically attacked each yeah. other when, we drunk, after we became teenagers. In 2013, they were courted by a reality show producer, or they courted the producer, they kind of were friends or something. They decided they needed, because they were going to have this reality show, they decided they needed a nicer place to have the show like their studio nicer so, than west palm beach Florida? i don't know well, I'm sorry about it. i don't either <laughs> but they but it was a it's a, like the studio itself they wanted the. Podium. i understand and so they moved into a more expensive place and they um, can't move the, to hawaii yet no oh okay no, they're sorry, still in west gonna... palm beach at this point okay the deal this was 2014 the deal uh, deal fell through and they were left with a lot of money, plus they sucked it. They were left with a lot of money or a lot of debt? A lot debt? of debt, I meant to say. A lot of money owed is what I meant to say. Um, they weren't good at, um, apparently business wasn't their strong suit, although some, one of them, one quote was saying how Anne, a.k.a. Anastasia, was good at the books. I don't, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> so they fled town, leaving employees and patrons hanging. And people were not pleased. They they didn't pay the last two weeks of their employees' paychecks. There were people that had bought pre-purchased. Um, <laughs> there were people that had pre-purchased um, memberships to the studio, and they were obviously they couldn't go to the studio. Yeah. So they just so they, they just, just took off. Town. They just took and, off. And the, apparently they were pretty well known, so people were pissed. A lot of people were pissed. Well, I would too if they owed me money or didn't pay me as an employee. And and um, so I guess they weren't that nice. Well, um, there, I found this quote that was kind of interesting that they had written this like treaties or something about when they were trying to get their reality show going. No human being has a stronger bond than the Dadao twins. This is before they changed their name, obviously. We fight on a daily basis, but can make up in a snap of a finger. One of uh, now I don't okay so I don't know what this next sentence really. Why means. would they even say that publicly? One of us will win this contest because we are both survivors. Now I don't know what Ooh, that means. Like that's... unless they were trying to be our survivor. It, it but, could be. Who knows? But, it's a New York Post. But so what they're saying is is the contest their daily struggle with each other. I don't And one know. of them will win. Do you think that's a foreshadowing? <laughs> I don't I'm it. serious. To the I fact know, that but one I was going to murder the other. I don't know. Well, that, that, I don't know. I think that's stretching it. The New York Post uh, tried to say it was yeah. prescient. I guess but, I would need more context than that. Okay, so anyways, at this point in their lives, they had fled Palm Beach, leaving people in the lurch. And then they reemerged. Okay, sometime in 2014, they reemerged in Park City, Utah. They opened a new Twin Power studio, but it didn't do very well because someone, well, apparently the yoga community is, like, keeps in touch with each other throughout the country. Ooh, the yoga network. So, apparently. So, some people had heard of their exploits. Yeah, I was going to say the quick exit. And also someone Googled them. Maybe somebody was interested in them and Googled them and found out what they had done. So people didn't really want to go to their yoga studio. Is there any indication why they went to Utah? Did they have any Um, connection with Utah? There didn't seem to be any. No one seemed to know why they came to Utah. That wouldn't be a place. But Park City, Utah is a ski. It's it's kind of a hoity, uh, you know. Right. Richie people. Oh. Maybe they thought Mormons didn't read the paper or something. I don't know. 
Or, well, it seems to me if Park no City is a... If anyone's... Right. Um, it seems to me if Park City is a ski resort, then it wouldn't just be Mormons, but maybe Hollywood people mm, and rich maybe. people who go there and so... Hang out. Yeah, I guess if you wanted to start a yoga studio somewhere and you and you didn't have money having run out, uh, <laughs> well, like that, actually, you would want to go where the yeah. rich people would. I'd go where the rich people And the, Well, like, while they were in... In Park City, which is only about a year, they had five separate alcohol-related incidents. Whoa. The most serious one, they had, like, public drunkenness and stuff, but there was a car accident. Allison was driving. She was charged with drunk driving, and she slid, her car slid off the road. I think it was in November. They, they made it sound like it was in the winter, but I don't think it was. Maybe it's in, I think Park City must be in a mountain. It's in the mountains if they're skiing. Um, she was charged with drunk driving, and Anne was charged with assaulting a police officer because she attacked the <laughs> police officer. So, in November 2014, Allison filed for bankruptcy, and in December, Anne did as well. And they had, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. They were. Wow. that They had just built up in Park City, or did that include I think it was everything. I don't know. They cited their debt. Who the hell knows? Wow. And I don't know how they spent, I don't know where they were in 2015. I didn't, couldn't find anything out about that. But at the end of the year, they moved to Hawaii. Uh, somewhere along the way, they changed their names from Anne and Allison Dedow to Anastasia and Alexander Duval. Now, do you think that was because they wanted to be more exotic and get more money? Or were they trying to hide? I think it was a part of that. I think that they were trying to hide their identities a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. think they did a very good job of it. And um, uh, but I think that they picked those names because they sounded exotic, but they sound fake to they me. They do sound. They sound like names somebody would make up. Yeah. So whatever. So uh, when they got to Maui, at one point Anne Anastasia. I'm gonna just call them Anne and Al. Okay, I was gonna suggest calling them by their new names, but that doesn't. But Anne and Al work, don't they? Yeah, they do. Because Al's the killer. Anne's because Right. Um, gotcha. Anne went to a homeless shelter, claiming to have been robbed, saying she couldn't find her sister and she needed cash. The homeless shelter told her they didn't give out cash, and I wrote, duh. Homeless <laughs> shelters a- don't give out cash? No, they wow. don't. Wow. I, <laughs> I am I am stunned, You're stunned I am by, stunned by, my by that. Yeah. In the meantime, too, she and Al, Allison, Alexandra, so Al, we're staying at the luxury Weston Maui Resort. So, so they, they weren't homeless. No. And she no. did not lose her sister. I think she just, oh, who the hell is she? I don't right. know. They're, they're, Maybe they're, she was drunk. There's probably. In November, on May 29th, is when Allison drove off the cliff. So this was uh, only a few months after they, like five, six months after they got there. After being released from jail, she returned to state New York to go to her sister's funeral and stay with her family. And then she, it, while she was in state New York, she was arrested for driving under the influence in August 2016. And then in November, she was arrested the second time for the murder of her sister. When uh, So what happened was this is what happened when she drove off the cliff. Uh, they were parked in a white Ford Explorer. On, and I'm not sure if they were on the side of the road or in some sort of parking area, because it's not really clear to me. No one really explains very well, but they were parked. And in one one account of it, there was a guy with them. I think he was Allison's boyfriend, Alexandra. I'm sorry, I keep doing that. But 
I don't know. I don't know if they legally changed their names. But he had gotten out of the car. I don't. I think they were fighting. The two girls were fighting. And he had gotten out of the parked car, maybe to get away from them. And they continued to fight, and they took off. And I think that's why Anne was in the back seat, and Alexandra or Al was driving. I think that's because I was wondering why was Anne oh, in the back seat? Oh, she was in the back seat. Yeah, she was in the back seat. Now, and I know you're getting to it, but every story I've read that's been very confusing to me said they were quote unquote fighting over yes. the steering wheel. No. And okay, well, good. That Tell was me more. that was Sharon Stone in that Magnum PI. I've, uh, the recent Wire stories I read when she was sent back to Hawaii last week said they were fighting over the steering wheel. No, what they were doing was, according to all the ones I read, so, and okay. it was also according to the court transcripts of their initial okay. accounts. So Anne was in the back seat, Al in the driver's seat. They got in a fight, and, and there are also two, there are two different accounts from witnesses. One said that they were fight, they were fighting while they were parked, which I think they were, but one guy at their uh, initial, at her initial appearance, Allison, said that she was driving down the road towards him, and I think he was an off-duty cop or something who was going somewhere. He said there was a car coming towards him like 10 or 50 miles an hour, really slow, and then it suddenly accelerated and went off. Through the uh, there was like a stone wall that she, the car crashed through the wall and plunged 200 feet. Wow. Someone else said that they went to, into that acceleration from their parking from being parked. But what happened was, and they were fighting, and Anne started pulling out Allison's hair. But oh, wait a minute, I Allison mean, was in the back seat. No, Anne was in the back seat. Did I say Allison? Anne, the one that died, was in the back seat. Okay. Allison was driving. Okay. I don't know if I said them wrong. I'm sorry. Maybe I got confused. It's easy to get See, confused. this is why mystery novelists are always told to not give people similar names. I know. But with our identical friends, you kind of I know. Well, don't you think, though, and not to go off on a tangent here, but say you were wanted to change your name to avoid creditors. Now, they're Allison and Anne, Anne Dadow, and yes. they change it to Anastasia and Alexandria Duval. Wouldn't you change it to like something like Jane Smudge? Or yeah. something that that sounded nothing like your previous. But that's name. not very glamorous. No, it's not. But I anyway, don't know. I, I maybe digress. it made it easier for them to fake things. Or I don't really know. I I don't. Regardless of how it started, Anne was pulling Allison's hair, who was driving, and and she accelerated suddenly and went over the cliff. And they said that the prosecutors were saying the reason it was intentional was there was no sign of braking, and and the fact that she floored it and went over. Well, maybe she was distracted because well, her hair was her being hair was pulled. being pulled. I know that's what I'm saying. And plus, they were probably drunk. So, which what actually being drunk and that happening would mean charges. Oh, that's true. But multiple witnesses saw them fighting. Right. And said that they were screaming at each other, fighting and pulling each other's hair. How embarrassing for them. Oh well. So in any case, Al was pinned against the steering column when when the car crashed, and she had some injuries. She broke her arm. But her sister Anastasia Anne, who suffered, was in the back seat, who was the in the back seat, suffered head and internal injuries and died at the scene. She probably wasn't wearing a seatbelt because they were parked and she was. I was gonna ask that because they don't say because no, normally as a journalist when we do car accident stories we try to say whether they were wearing. I didn't see anything about that, but the car was. If you see pictures. Right. The car it's is totally smushed, smushed, smushed sideways. Right. And and by the way, we don't do that to be judgy. We do no. that to provide full information. Alex, who's driving, had her seatbelt. Maybe she had it on because she was driving, driving. and she was gonna get going. And Anne was too busy 
grabbing her from behind. her fighting. And, you know, you can't really grab someone's hair and stuff. And also, if you're the one driving, most cars now, they make that annoying dinging sound until you put your seatbelt on. Yes, mine does all the time. So you kind of have to. When I'm Uber driving, like, the passenger often does not put it on until his friends in the back are like, would you put your seatbelt on? Right. So while she was in the hospital, um, Anne, I mean, Alex, was in the hospital, the prosecutor decided... Maybe we should call them killer twin <laughs> and victim twin. Killer and victim. We're almost, I'm almost done with the story. Okay. The prosecutor decided she had deliberately driven off the cliff, killing her sister. Uh, on June 3rd, so it was May not, 29th was the... Uh, so that was only a few days. A few days. She was in the hospital. They waited till she got out and they arrested her. She was making plans to leave to go back to New York, and they were saying she was trying to flee, but she wanted to go to her sister's funeral, too. I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't... I, see, I, I, I'm i a little sympathetic to her, even though she's kind of a flake. In the meantime, while she was in New York, they did convene a grand jury. Oh, a judge released her, because he said there wasn't enough evidence. A judge in Hawaii released yes. her after she was charged. She was charged in jail a couple of days. He said there was not enough evidence to charge her with, with uh, second-degree murder. But during the summertime, a grand jury was convened, and they found probable cause to try her, so now she's awaiting trial. And as we know, a grand jury indictment means that there's enough evidence to bring, a determination that there's enough evidence to bring a case to trial. Yes. Yes. And there's something that I found was interesting in here. So, So she went to New York to her sister's funeral, and then she was driving. They couldn't find her, right, in Hawaii? Or or were you going to get to that? And then she was arrested for driving drunk, and that's when she was... No, she was... I don't know if they couldn't find her. I they read that in that. the same articles that said they were fighting over the steering wheel. See, which none was, of these said that they couldn't find her. Okay. They just said that they... I Maybe mean, there was, was no supposition. reason for them to... Maybe, I, I have to admit, uh, that's why you did all this research. Uh, the articles I've read this past week were very brief confusing and maybe that was a supposition somebody because nothing made. i read said they it seemed like they might have known where she was the whole time i don't think she was trying to hide because she was living in albany i mean right obviously i mean they went to her house and arrested her maybe they couldn't maybe they, they couldn't find her when they decided to arrest her because it sounds like they didn't there wasn't much time from the time they decided they were gonna um, right from the time her. she was indicted to the time she was yes so the one thing that I found was interesting, and this was from the um, Palm Beach Post, and this came out in June, shortly after her after her arrest for the first time. Sorry, Joe Capozzi, Palm Beach Post staff writer. He wrote, um, I'll just read some of it because it's kind of interesting. Years before blazing a twisted path through Palm Beach County's yoga community, identical twin sisters Anne and Allison Dadao were passengers one day in a car speeding along the Sawgrass Expressway at 85 miles an hour. I assume that's some Florida highway. Well, if you lived in Palm Beach, no. Suddenly, from the passenger seat, Anne started kicking the steering wheel and windshield with her feet as she and Allison from the back seat screamed at the driver. They were like little kids throwing a temper tantrum because Anne's boyfriend, Keith Weiss, was ignoring their pleas to stop for another glass of wine, Weiss said. Hmm. I almost went off the road, he calls Weiss, who blocked the kicks with his right arm as he drove the twins in his green Pontiac Sunfire that day in 2001. I said, are you kidding me? You guys are going to wind up killing all of us. Wow. But he got them home. But then, and then there was another time that he said... Oh. See, if I were Keith, I would have pulled over by the side of the road, not unlike our dad used to do when we were kids, and I would have 
thrown them out of the car. Not that our dad ever did that. I would have had thrown them out of the car and drove on without them. And the other thing is their sisters. You remember I said I would mention their sister later. Yeah. Their father's in Florida. He's wheelchair bound. I don't mm-hmm. know what is wrong. They didn't even say why. Well, the older sister. Amy. Amy. Is on probation for assaulting her father in 2015. Wow. John Dedow, who's 67. Well, he's probably, what, 68, 69. He told authorities he used his lifeline button to call police on July 15th after an intoxicated Amy threw a water bottle at him. She cursed her father and threatened him unless he gave her $100,000. So she, they, I think, and from what I read about her, she's also had some issues. So both of them, I mean, all three women have anger issues. It sounds like. I'm sure a lot of it probably is. I mean, your mother dies when you're a young girl. Right. I don't know. Makes you um, mad. So this other guy, that that guy Weiss, that was in the speeding car with them, also was saying he dated Anne for eight months. So Anne's the one that died, victim. He said Allison was always around, because apparently. Mm-hmm. And he claims that when Anne would go use the bathroom, Allison would start kissing me, which who the hell knows. I right, and he was that. dating Anne. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Like, he's probably mm-hmm. bullshitting about that. I, yeah, I, but he said one night he received a frantic call from Anne yelling, you've got to get over here, I'm going to kill her. And he said, I heard this noise, and I asked, what is that noise? And she replied, that's me hitting her with a phone. When Weiss got to the twins' apartment, he said he saw glass on the floor from a broken wine bottle and blood on the floor from the twins walking through it. And they were just sitting on the couch hanging out. Hey, how's it going? Like, nothing happened. I was like, are you okay? And they said, we're fine. We just had a little fight. And then he said, a few months later, he said, I was like, you're both beautiful, but there's too much drama going. Right. But also, I've also read that they were... They put their own relationship ahead of oh. any of any romantic well, relationship. And that leads they to a question. That leads to a question I had. Did you find out in any of your research if they had insurance policies naming the other as a beneficiary? No, I didn't find that out. No one mentioned that. And I honestly, my feelings on it, I do not. I don't think she did it intentionally. She was angry and prob. I, I, I wish I could find that other thing because I. I'm under the impression they were, if not drunk, drink, they were buzz or drinking. She, they obviously had anger issues and, uh, and the uncontrollable rage issues that they probably needed to work out. But I really don't think she would have wanted to. From everything I read, they were, they were like very, very close. I don't think she, in fact, there was a quote from one of their friends that said when she found out one of them had died, said, I can't, I don't see how they're going to live without each other. Right. But you're talking about two adults who who know from being adults by their actions that that crazy fighting in a car that's driving along a highway that overlooks a cliff can end up killing someone. Well, I almost think if they, I almost feel like their personalities, they had some kind of, like, I don't think they, I think they had some, like, arrested development type of problems. Right. I, they acted, it sounded like they were, like, teenagers or something, and they didn't seem to... Uh, even in their actions and their business actions and stuff, they did a lot of shady stuff, and I think that they just didn't even think about the consequences of what they were doing. They just acted on impulse. All right. The time. I and I think a lot of quote unquote murders or killings like they are the same thing. It's not oh I'm gonna do this and this person's gonna die. It's just like oh I'm so mad yeah. and I'm just oh she's making me so mad that I'm just reacting well, to it. Well, I just wonder, you know, it was the same type of thing they always did, and I think that I just feel I I don't know. I mean, from what I've read, and unless she was dr- drunk, and like you said, if she was drunk and driving, the yeah, okay, manslaughter, I guess. But 
when someone is pulling your hair while you're driving and you happen to accelerate and run right, out you're not going to necessarily slam the brakes on I mean, and pull over. You don't you're know. Like, oh, I mean, it was on a mountain highway. Obviously, there's a 200-foot right. cliff drop. A mountain, high, a mountain highway with apparently a lot of people around watching. I including yeah, a cop. Was very, well, he was driving the opposite direction. Oh, okay. But the other guy was driving. He was some kind of Boy Scout leader or something. that mm. I saw him interviewed on a video. Okay. And the other thing I wanted to bring up was the Magnum P.I. with Sharon Stone because I saw a clip of it on one of the things I was looking now, at. Now, are you about to say that they were reenacting a scene from Magnum P.I.? No, I wasn't going to say they were reenacting. <laughs> I was just thought that it was interesting. It was coincidental that... And as we know, Magnum P.I. took place in Hawaii. Yes, it did. On the Big Island. Sharon Stone is a beautiful blonde woman. Yeah, she is. And she played identical twins who were vying I for Magnum's attention. Navy, I don't know. As I any beautiful it. woman would <laughs> with her twins. I don't know. Well, remember, you used to like to watch that show. I watched it all the time. Yeah, you and That Nikki. one where he treads water for Nikki. 24 hours. But, um, but um, one thing, I think one interesting thing about this is that we, when we started talking about this, you know, we've heard about fratricide, which is brothers killing each mm-hmm. other, and patricide, which is somebody killing their father, and matricide, matricide, which is somebody killing their mother. But we had to look up what sororicide, and um, does that mean that a sister killing a sister is more rare? That Because we don't know the word, and obviously we would. It seems like it is. I, I didn't find many. There was that one we were talking about those, those the Welsh twins from Wales. Well, they were they were Jamaican and they had moved to Wales when they were little kids and got made fun of and they had their own little language and this was in the nineties. I had it right they, to the point. Gibbons. Right, they had June their own language. Something Gibbons and I don't have my notes with me for that. They them. had their own language to the point where um, they wouldn't communicate no, with they anyone wouldn't. else. They, they would only communicate. And then they decided. And I won't go through all the details. One of them had to die. One of them had to die for the other one to live. But or... they never figured out how that she died. One of them did die. She just died. Yeah. And yeah. the other one, and they couldn't find a medical reason yes. for it. And then the other one kind of said, well, she died, you know, so she just decided to die and, and it happened, and, which is really the power That's of positive very thinking. strange. But, you know, maybe they just... And there were some twins recently. One killed the other. They were Croatian models. And they do mm. look exactly alike, at least the pictures I saw. Um, very beautiful, obviously. One killed the other when they got in a fight about who was prettier. Ooh, wow. I bet there was some hair pulling in that fight. I don't know. I think one stabbed the other or something. Wow. But I didn't find many. There were a lot. Now, of was the fight like, like, no, you're prettier. No, you're no, prettier. Oh, I'm going to kill you because they didn't really you want to say Actually, maybe, maybe that <laughs> was it. Maybe it was. I got you know. it. Um, but they had a lot of, like, Brothers that were partners in crime, twin brothers. Well, I just want to say, going back to the sisters, it kind of makes the fights we had about like what to watch on TV. I think was probably I never the number one. Hair, though, but throwing things. We was threw things. Throwing things was, I think, our big go-to. Now, what do kids fight about? I don't know because they all have their own TVs and their iPads. Must be pretty boring. But anyway, I'm sorry. You were going to say male twins who killed each other. Um, I didn't see too many of those, but I did see ones that killed. That our partners killing each other. See, now that's more the twin spirit. Yeah, that's more the spirit. 
Yeah. But identical twins are are, are weird. I mean, it's a, right. it's a strange thing. I've studied them a lot. And like I right. said, I do have but, a twin, but we don't have any. Right. Like, and this whole thing of doing everything together. And um, like, I'm not a twin, but for instance, our older sister, Liz, is 13 months older than me. And we shared bedroom for. And you look we exactly alike. Thank you. Um, yes, we do. I take that as a compliment. But we went to the same college and people asked if we were going to share a room. And I'm like, hell no. Man, I shared a room with her for and 17 years. twins are fine and they, and they try to. But and I they don't, don't kill them. each other. They don't kill each other, but they just go on. And it's and... funny if you know someone who's a twin and you don't know. First of all, you don't know that they're a twin and you've never met their twin. And then you meet their twin. It's kind of weird. Like I worked with somebody who I did know. Right. She, and you're like, oh, whoa, is that you? No, she has, she, had an identi- she has an identical twin sister. And, um. And she had told me, she had told me that, but obviously I'd never met her sister because we worked together. And then I was grocery shopping one day and this woman was walking toward me and I was staring at and her. And you're like, that bitch, she won't even say hi no, to I, me. No, I, I knew it wasn't her because she was a little bit thinner, frankly, the one I was looking at than the one Where? I worked with. And, um, but I was staring at her because I'm like, I, I, it, I, it was just a weird feeling. And then I told her when I got to work, I said, yeah, I think I saw your sister. And she's like, oh, it's lucky you didn't say anything. She gets really pissed when people ask. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well. But, but anyways. But back to this whole, yes. back to our, to wrap up our topic here. Yes. So what's Al, let's call her Al, the accused uh, murderer. Yeah. Well, you can call me Betty. Things, yeah. She's going to appear in court. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I couldn't well, find anything. Well, like, after she was arrested, like what the court big deal. Yeah. See, that's, see, that's bad reporting. But she, but I'm I just, just feel like, well, first of all, if it was anyone else that was in a car crash and they were, it wouldn't be this big of a Well, I think, story. though, a car she's plunging blonde. over a cliff and they're with twins and one person dies and the other doesn't. You know what? How do we know who's who if it were a TV show? Yeah, she would be pretending yes, she, she was the other yes. one. Yes. I wonder, it was like a soap opera. I wonder if they'd like Like Marlena and um, her sister Samantha on um, Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives, sorry. And they actually were identical twin right. sisters. Well, and this is, remember at the beginning how I said we weren't going to investigate stories? I think I that think maybe solved it. I wonder if the police have looked into the fact that she's pretending she's the other I one. Maybe know. we should make a phone oh, call. Oh, and you know what? The, the the sad thing I found, I always think they they obviously had had quite a bit of of either Botox injections or whatever. Mm. They're they're only thirty seven, or they you know were right, but they were attractive maybe when they, they were younger. But they have that no, it was they have that look about them where they're puffy, like they're just funny looking. Can I also say that the mugshot of Al, you know how they were blonde? Her mugshot, she doesn't look that blonde. No. I'm just saying. Can I think I'm she just... no, honestly, she looks to me, and maybe I'm just being very um. Maybe I'm giving her too much sympathy, but I felt that I thought she looked very distraught, and I well, I think that losing her sister is probably very hard, even if you did intentionally kill. Someone. So she's been punished enough. Well, I just feel like it would be really hard. I, I I'm sure if it goes to to trial, it might be hard to convict her because I don't know how you can. Well, we'll have that to she follow did it on purpose. Right, we'll have to follow up on it. Yes, well, we thanks will. for um okay. enlightening our listeners on that topic, you, everybody. And, and we'll, have another topic next week. Yeah, I guess it'll I'm be my so turn. excited it's going to be your turn. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, this is Ask a Lawyer, where we um, ask a lawyer a question.
And um, a reminder, this isn't to discuss um, specific cases, but to answer general questions from our readers um, that the average law-abiding... Yes, not people who, like, are in jail and want to... Well, like, if somebody advice. were in jail and, and did have a general question, well, okay, yes. they could ask that general, like, if they're watching TV and... Okay. And, <laughs> in um, jail. and today's question is from no one, because, <laughs> <laughs> because it's our first episode, but it's a question that's on many people's minds. Um, and... With us today is Matt Nichols, a criminal defense attorney from Nichols and Churchill in Portland, and um, also a Coney High School graduate like we are, yes. so he must be wicked smart. And um, today's question is, ready? Yes. <laughs> is a cop required by law to tell someone possibly committing a crime or suspected of a crime that he or she is a cop? Well, the short answer is no. Um, there's no, uh, there's no constitutional or statutory prohibition on police officers, um, acting. For example, uh, uh, many of our law enforcement officers, uh, who are assigned to drug cases, uh, act as undercover police officers, um, police officers, um, act in undercover capacity, uh, for example, in, in a less common crime, which would be something like solicitation to commit murder. Uh, police officers uh, can't really effectively do their jobs unless they're, unless they're able to act in an, undercover, in an undercover capacity in those types of situations. Of course, they can, they can go too far. And um, that is when you, when you get into things like entrapment mm -hmm. situations where an undercover police officer, and by the way, it's not just a law enforcement officer, um, people acting as uh, CIs, which used to be um, confidential informants mm -hmm. uh, for the last 20 years in our era of political correctness, <laughs> confidential informant has a certain stigma to it. It sounds too much like rat. <laughs> but that's what they are, right? Like well, bubbles on uh, the wire. Today, right. we, today we call them uh, cooperating individuals. Oh, oh, and it's still CI. <laughs> it's still CI. So you can still CI. say, but you really C need the other CI, right. So okay. A CI, for example, would be, uh, even though that person is not a law enforcement officer, uh, per se, that person is, um, during the course of an investigation, acting as an agent of the police and is therefore uh, has the same um, prohibitions that a police an actual police officer would have in conducting an investigation and entrapment would be one of those uh, uh, crossings of the line. Why do you think that so many people think that that's a thing? That, oh, if you have to tell me you're a cop or this doesn't count. Because of uh, uh, pop culture and films such as uh, what we were discussing <laughs> before we started. Uh, the, the famous scene from Taxi Driver with Harvey Keitel who played Matthew the Pimp <laughs> and uh, De Niro when he uh, appeared um, in his cowboy garb, his urban cowboy garb. It's Travis Bickle. Yes, Travis Bickle. 
and uh, Matthew thought that um, uh, by asking him if he was a police officer and De Niro saying no, uh, that anything that happened as a result of their conversation would be would be uh, entrapment, which of course is not the case. Right, and 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 it was shown to not be, if I remember right, true. It was shown in that movie to not be true, right? Yes. So it's funny how that, because I, I didn't realize the, that was the origin of that, and pop culture. And you're is, right; yeah. it probably was because that movie came out what maybe forty. Forty something. I'm going to say. Uh, We're not that so, old. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to say seventy. So, it was 70, mid 70s, 70, 75, 75, maybe. 73, 75, in that era. Yeah. And yet, it's become this thing where people think, I was on a grand jury 20 years ago, and people on the grand jury would say, well, that was entrapment because they didn't tell him he was a cop. And it, I'm sure as an attorney, that scares you, the discussions that would go on in a grand jury room like that. Uh-huh. But um, Defense attorneys don't get to hear that stuff. No, we're, not, we're, we're not invited. In fact, we're specifically... Not excluded. Disinvited. Yes. yes. Not and just and this has nothing to do with the discussion about Harvey Keitel is on my list of people who You um, can't stand. Yes. Who, who oh, I won't me see too. I won't I won't see a movie. I got really sick it. of him. He would ever since the piano. Oh, I just, hated that just movie. It was a soul I, sucking I hated movie. That movie. But anyway, um <laughs> I that's I think that's that answers that question. Thanks, Matt, for being well, with it. us. And um, we'll talk to you next time on Ask a Lawyer. Our weekly recommendations, where each episode we will recommend something, either a TV show, a book, a movie, anything, a podcast mm. that we think our readers might be interested in. And what's your recommendation? Well, it was going to be, this is complicated, uh-huh. be, and I'll try to not make it too confusing. It was going to be... <laughs> An A&E two-hour special that aired in 2012 on the Long Island Serial Killer. Ooh. Uh, there was a girl from Maine, one of the victims. She was. And mm-hmm. the thing that made me think about it is there are two series that just started a week or two ago about the Long Island Serial Killer. One by People Magazine Investigates, Ooh. the new show by People Magazine um, that's on the Discovery ID network and app, I think. And... Um, the other one is The Killing Season on A&E, which is also a series about the Long Island serial killing. Now, um, I started out watching the first episode of the People magazine one um, because I'm very interested in that. And they mm-hmm. said they were going to go into the victims and profile each victim. And I thought, well, I remember that A&E one in 2012. I was really impressed with it. I, I think I meant to blog about it, but I don't think I did, which shows you how serious it was. Yes. Because it was two hours long, and it totally focused on the victims, and it mm. was great, and it talked to a lot of family members, and it was really well and professionally reported, and my favorite thing about a true crime documentary, it had no reenactments. Ah. No reenactments. You know how I feel about yeah, reenactments. Yeah, there's kind of, they kind of, cheesy. I, well, they, they kind of, um, I guess I'm a realist. I want to see, I'd rather see a still photo yeah. over and over and over of somebody. They're, they're just kind of. So I anyway, know. I went looking for this documentary and I couldn't find it anywhere. And um, on YouTube, I even found one that said it was, but then you go on and it's 48 Hours Mystery, which did an hour, two years in a row in 2012 and 2013, which was a little like the A&E one, but not nearly as good. Uh, The A&E one really, really, really delved into Hmm. the families and talked to family members and laid it out and 
showed it, it really well how much difficulty these families had with getting the police to pay because attention. Because the girls were sex workers? Sex workers, right. Yeah. And, and just to, to recap, they, they found, and I won't go into all the details about it, but they found almost a dozen bodies mm -hmm. in the swamps of Long Island. And they've only identified, I think, six of them. Wow. There's 11 bodies. So but, um, and they were all the ones they could identify, at least sex workers. But the People Magazine one actually bothered me a little. Besides the reenactments, first of all, it, it said it was going to reveal new information. The first episode didn't. Huh. Um, the Talking Heads, they had two different, oh, I hate those. Two different people editors presenting the story. And I kind of figure out why they had to have two editors telling you these same obvious things either one That's could. That's what I hate, too. And they had a cop lawyer and a guy who wrote a book about it who was a newspaper reporter. I haven't watched the A&E one, and I'm almost wondering if their um, 2012 documentary can't be found anywhere because they're revealing this TV show. They're starting this TV show. So um, maybe I'll check that one out on my yeah. app and um, report back. Yes. But yes. my recommendation is still for a documentary that's four years old and you're not going to be able to find. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I know it is. And maybe someday, <laughs> maybe somebody out there has it. And Does they need have an app? Or? They do. But it, So maybe you, they, they will re release it, maybe. I looked on the app and it wasn't there. But maybe they'll... Maybe they will after their the show is over. What's your recommendation for this week? Well, I have kind of have two. I watch a lot of Netflix. Mm, I didn't know we could do two. Who makes the rules? Okay, I guess I mean, we, we do. can okay. do whatever the hell we want. It's All our right. freaking podcast. Sorry. Go ahead. Jeez. Hey, I watch a lot of Netflix. You do. I'll vouch for that. Yeah. Well, because... Uh, uh, I don't know. There's nothing really good. I don't know. I have basic cable. One. But I like the uh, British uh, police procedurals. I liked Marcella. But my two favorites... I, I can't decide which one. I think Happy Valley is my favorite. Love Happy love Valley. Love it. I see. I made you watch it, too. You did. Because I loved it. And the reason I like it, well, there's many reasons. I like the British ones better a lot of times because the people, first of all, the actors look like real people. Right. No offense to the good-looking American actors that they are on They don't glam them. them up. But they're, they're all really, really good-looking people mostly. Even though they're supposed TV. to be ugly. Yeah. Right. They're not. Right. And even Mariska Hargitay. I mean, she's an attractive right. woman. They she's take here's here's what's unattractive on American TV. You put glasses on a woman, yeah. put her hair in a yeah. bun, yeah, she puts and then her hair at some point she takes them off. And it's like, or sometimes they don't wear makeup or whatever. Right. Or they wear makeup, but it kind of looks like you're not wearing yeah. makeup, and everybody's like, "Ooh, it was so brave of yeah. her to look that awful." AKA so like yeah, a so Happy Valley. I like the I, I I like the characters. I think that's what I like the most about the all these these British shows is the characters. And Broadchurch is also one that I, I started watching. I love them too. I loved Ellie, the the character, the uh, female cop, and that the fact that she the be first show is her not getting the first scene. Spoiler alert! It's kind of a spoiler, but it's in like the first scene. Right. She's come back from is it maternity leave? No, they had been on vacation. Oh, they've Florida. been on vacation. Yeah. She, she her husband. Back. Yeah, her son. husband. And they come back and. Uh, the promotion she thought she was going to get, guess what? A guy got it. That never happens in real life, but, you know. No, it doesn't. So, anyways, the, both of those, Happy Valley and Broadchurch on Netflix, 
I highly recommend them, and I also recommend Marcella, which is similar. But and that had a that was kind of had a was, weird vibe. Yeah, too. but Happy Valley and Broadchurch were both two seasons. Yes, and, and I, I heard wait. that there's a third yes. Happy Valley. Broadchurch, I think too. I think. Okay, are. good. Then that's that's something to look yes, for. Yes, I love them. So that's our first episode. Just a reminder. Again, you can find us on our website, crimeandstuff.com. On Facebook at Crime and Stuff. You can follow us on Twitter at Crime and Stuff. And you may see a trend here. <laughs> and email us at crimeandstuff at gmail.com. If you have a question for Ask the Lawyer, Matt Nichols of Nichols and Churchill will be here to answer your questions. Let us know what you think about us. Yes, yeah, so just email us or send us a Facebook message. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Except for Mo does the tweet more than me. I just... Uh, yeah, you can tweet I at know. us, and I will I'm handle fine. Okay, and and you can help us pay our bills by donating um, on our site. We're gonna do. We have a button there for you to click. And and that's the bills for the podcast, not our. Yeah, well, not yeah, our, not our like car payment. Or right, or like or that. our bonbons. Bonbons. Oh, we don't have any bonbons today. No, we'll have bonbons next. Help us keep broadcasting. Yeah, but don't think that by not clicking on it, you're gonna stop us from broadcasting. Yeah, because you can't gonna, stop us. Right. Well, it depends how much you would be willing to pay right. to get us to stop, I And think. you can also check out my mystery novels at MaureenMilliken.com. Oh, I was going to do that as a recommendation. Oh, well, you know. MaureenMilliken.com. No right. news is bad news. And cold hardness. Cold. And you know what's funny? My daughter Hannah, she's five, um, I said something about Aunt Momo's book, No News is Good News. And she said, that's no news is bad news, Mom. Well. Thanks for she the She actually Hannah. said that. Yeah, she's a smart kid. She's extremely she's, smart. We'll have she wanted to be a guest, but I told her she's not allowed to listen. Right. Cause, cause She'll learn bad gonna, words. Because we're going to say things like motherfucker. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> um, and okay. so you can join us next time. And this is Crime and Stuff. Bye. Thanks for joining us. See ya.